Hey everybody, this is Rick Sincere with Trackstar Sports. Um, man, I guess you're like, you're probably wondering, yo, the station's empty today, like, what's up? What happened? Well, last night happened, bro. <laughs> last night happened. Um, I, 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 I'm just, I'm gonna just do therapy, I guess, with you guys for a second. Um, as you know, if you listen to Trackstar Sports, I'm a Saints fan. Um, I am a, a legit Saints fan too. I've, I've been down for a long time. Um, and last night there it was a roller coaster of emotions. Um, if anything, initially the game started out where the Vikings were up seventeen nothing before you you blinked twice, and it was incredibly um, disheartening because it seems like we weren't ready to fight, like we weren't ready to play, and we had no fight in us. And I was like, well, that's just not the team that I've grown accustomed to seeing over the course of the year. So that was that was ridiculous in and of itself. And then um, after halftime, we found our fight. I don't I don't know where it came from or, or or who it came from, but all of a sudden we found our fight. Drew Brees started to connect with people. Um, Michael Thomas started to really impose his will a little bit. Two touchdowns for him. Um, we started to get the ball um, in the hands of Kamara. We started to get the ball in the hands of not Ingram as much, but just our playmakers. Willie Sneed even made an appearance, um, and, and and we we came back all the way back. The Vikings looked like they had lost momentum. The Saints looked like they were going to close it out. Um, but then later on, toward that, that, the final few minutes of the, the final quarter, that's when the Vikings found their groove again. And they started to march down the field. And they were able to kick a field goal. And at that point, they were ec- ecstatic and happy. And then they had to kick the ball back to the Saints with like a minute and some change left. And then they, they gave Drew Brees a shot. And Drew Brees took the team down and did what Drew Brees does. He goes in. And he helps his team get all the way down there. And they kick a field goal to take a one-point lead. And the Saints, with 25 seconds left, as a Saints fan, you're like, we got it. Let's go home. Let's call the people from Philadelphia. Let's figure out some stuff. What are we going to do in Philly? You know what I mean? It's going to be cold out there. It's going to be crazy out there. Like, like, let's start figuring out what's going on in Philadelphia. Because at 25 seconds left and 100 yards to go, you think, hey man, we got this. Kick the, you kick the, um, you kick the the ball, right? Do the kickoff. There's 25 um, yards um, that they get on the kick return. Well, not on the kick return, but you know they they down it in the um, in the end zone. Um, touchback. They get it on the 25. That's 75 yards to go at this point. There's 25 seconds left. No need to worry. We got this. Let's wrap it up. That's how most Saints fans uh, felt. But I'm different. I felt that they're still in the game this ain't over till it's over let's get on my knees so i'm on my knees praying i'm like god wrap it up for us you know bring it home i'm not gonna lie to you there was this little there was this little lady in the stand she was like 100 years old she had been a vikings fan for mad long and if she's 100 that means she's lived through the four times that the vikings have went to the super bowl um four times by vikings went to the super bowl and lost and she's lived through those championship games so she's lived through some stuff and she's seen some stuff but she's 100 years old at the vikings game and she's watching at first i was like god look I want to win the game for us, you know what I mean? But then I saw her, and I'm like, oh, well, that's maybe I shouldn't be praying for that. She's 100, and she's at the game. I, I'm pretty – maybe, you know, I want to get her to win. But then after the Vikings um, kicked the field goal or something, she was eating some popcorn, and I could just tell she didn't know what was going on. 
I'm like, you know what, God? I take it back. Forget that lady. She don't really know what's going on. She ain't really here like that. I'm here. I want to win now. Press back on. I want to win. So, it's like 10 seconds left. After the incomplete pass, and I'm like, you know what, God? Bring it home for us. Let us wrap this up. Bring it home. And as I'm on my knees, Case Keenum goes back in the pocket. He throws the ball really far, and I'm like, you know what? This ain't nothing. I don't think it's nothing. And then I saw a catch. I saw Stefan Diggs catch it. And then I hear this pause in the announcer's voice. And next thing you know, Stefan Diggs is running down the field, tearing his helmet off, throwing it in the stands. It's over. And I immediately get off my knees, and I'm like, you know what, God? All right, cool. That's your will. That's your will. But then after that, suffering. And I've been suffering ever since. And I don't really know when I'm going to recover. Devastated. Heartbroken. But you know, that will be done. Vikings win. Well, what to do, everybody? This is your boy Conrad for In the Field with Tay and Conrad. Um, just want to give a shout out to everybody out there rocking with the Track Stars Universe and Track Stars Facebook page. Continue to like and share everything that you see, Track Stars related. Also, thank you for checking out Track Star Sports. Well. Um, I'm doing a, I'm doing a separate thing right now. Um, I usually am with my co-host here, but no, this is not Donkey of the Week, um, which y'all will uh, be in for a treat this week. But uh, let's talk about my mock draft. But um, I got a, I got a, I got a mock draft board, uh, and you know what it's looking like. Uh, I want to talk about my number three pick. To uh, actually, I'm sorry, my number two pick to the Giants. Um, I'm talking about Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is a great talent, and he's probably going to be the future of the NFL. Now, a lot of people are talking about putting him at the number uh, at a wide a wide receiver or a kick return specialist because they don't see that he has a vision downfield or whatever. But from what I see from him is a lot of downfield vision that you don't quite get, you know, from anybody else. Uh, there was a play uh, during uh, the Clemson game, uh, and keep in mind, Lamar Jackson was the do-it-all man for his team. If he had, you know, the athletes or the, or the weapons that, you know, some of the quarterbacks that we see now that have those weapons, he would be able to be more of an effective passer. But yet he had to use his legs a lot. He wasn't trying to, he wasn't trying to use his legs because he, he wasn't he was sitting in the pocket all empty. You can tell that he's still analyzing the field as he's in the pocket, moving around, trying to avoid tackles because he didn't have a solid offensive line either. Um, but here's here's some of the stats that I got from him. Now here's here, here you got a guy Lamar Jackson. Now he he's in college, 6'3", 205 pounds. 2017 stats were better than the 2014 stats. I'm um, not 2014, but better than the 2016 stats. All right, let's look at his passing. Passing, yeah, the the attempts to well the well the attempts and completions are are off by a little bit, but it was uh. He, he made 241 to 399 so a little bit over a little bit over half a little bit over half um didn't go so probably like a 50 percent 
uh, passing uh, passing guy, but he did have a good QBR rating. Um, also, he he passed for uh, three thousand nine hundred. Oh, sorry, three thousand four hundred eighty-nine yards. With, uh, also having 25 touchdowns to six interceptions. A lot of the guys that, the, a couple of the guys that, that are going into the, going, well, Thomas Che and and uh, Mel Kuyper are saying going going into that number one, number two spot. Um, Josh Rosen and, uh, and I think Sam Darnold, they have double digit, they have double digit interception rate, uh, interceptions. As to this guy, he's throwing, he's running the ball. The thing is, when you have the two, when you have the two-headed monster within one person, you can do that. You know what I mean? That just adds an extra element to this guy's game. So this is why I think Lamar Jackson, real quick, will, will be the will be the the one of the top quarterbacks because he's going to kill the combine. He's going to go to the combine. He's going to destroy the combine. He's going, and then his pro day is going to be magnificent. So these guys can't help but to go ahead. Let's see. Let's go ahead and shoot this kid up to the number to the number two spot. Now he is going to be real effective for the Giants. Him and Odell Beckham would be a great combination. Odell Beckham can catch on a run. Odell Beckham, him and Odell Beckham will be the greatest combination since sliced bread if we keep put these two together. Well, that's just my piece. Tell me, tell me what you think. This is your boy Conrad for Trackstar Sports. You're in the field with Conrad and Tay. I'm sorry, with Tay and Conrad. I'm sorry. I always go with Tay and Conrad. You're in the field though. Check us out uh, tonight. We're gonna post. Well, check us out tomorrow night. We're gonna post. And we're going to have some, some more content for you. All right. Your boy's out. Peace.